Welcome to Digesting the Narrative. I'm Alex. And I'm Anna. In this podcast, we review, discuss, and talk about movies, TV shows, and other forms of media with interesting narratives. You are listening to episode number two, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. So, we exited the cinema. What do you think about the film? It's very cool, but I didn't get anything. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't get anything? Firstly, I don't remember the first movie, uh, so I don't remember what was going on. And second, I did not understand anything what was going on in this one. Just a lot of magic and special effects. I really liked it. Yeah, I do. I want to watch it again and talk about it a lot. Because it's amazing to be able to be part of the Wizarding Gold again. Mm-hmm. Well, we just heard the first opinions that we recorded yesterday, just outside the cinema. Mm-hmm. After sleeping on it, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I think I still, I still thinking what I said yesterday. I didn't get the movie. <laughs> okay, that's a big problem to record a podcast about a movie. Then <laughs> I know it's just I didn't understand completely what was going on, but because I didn't remember the first, and I just got a bit lost. <laughs> Well, let's see what we can do with that. Yeah, let's see. You can explain me a bit the the movie. Overall, I think I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm, me too. Okay, obviously it's a second part of a trilogy, like The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. You see that it's just the plot is to connect the first movie to the second one. It's on itself. It's not like a full story. It's obviously finishing and you need to expect a, a third movie. But even in that case, I still really liked it. Hmm. I think it was a really great movie, um, even not remembering the first one and was like coming from, but I really like it, I enjoy it. But listen, did you say these three movies? Well, of course, don't you see how it ended? My God. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. But you need to promise me, when we're going to go to watch the third one, we need to watch the first and the second before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also had a hard time in the beginning. Even if you don't remember everything, the film is so visually stunning and there is yeah. so much magic and the mm-hmm. fantastic creatures, so much special effects. I think even, probably even more than the first one, yeah. but you see a clear so. distinction from the Harry Potter series, especially like in mm-hmm. the beginning because it was like years, years ago. Now it's like on every scene there is a lot of magic, a lot of creatures, a lot of things going on. It's really visually stunning. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even not uh, remembering the first one, I quite enjoy a lot, like, all the magic effects. And it's, like, m- a lot of more creatures. I don't know. I enjoyed so much. It was so magical. In- and also because we've been in the cinema. So the first one, we watched it at home, right? And this one, like, maybe because it was the cinema and all the sounds, everything is, like, super spectacular. Yes, although, I don't know. The cinemas in this country are a little meh. Yeah, they're quite old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably because they're super old. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, definitely. um, That's, I think, the main... uh, That's the main thing, I think. It's it's stunning, the movie. For me, just being part, again, of the wizarding world, seeing places and people that come from the Harry Potter series. And obviously, like, for me, it's always going to be special, this world. Like, the, the world that J.K. Rowling created. Because I've grown with it, 
with the books, with the films, with the whole story and, and the whole world. And I'm now close to 30 and I'm still a Harry Potter fan. I have everything I, I want from Harry Potter. I feel so bad right now. <laughs> Clothes, shoes, whatever. I want everything. Because... A lot of socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Scarves, hats, <laughs> everything. Full yeah. equipment. But that's the thing because I grew up with it. It's like yeah. so special for me. That's true. When I when I first met you, that was one of the first things I knew about you. You were a super fan of Harry Potter. And I even didn't know who was Harry Potter. Yeah man. I don't know. You don't have an infancy. <laughs> I know. It's the same as with the first one of Fantastic Beasts, that when I was gonna watch it I was like, Well yeah, probably this is just gonna be a money grabbing machine for rolling mm. and that's it. But no, after watching mm-hmm. it it's like Oh man, it makes me feel the same feelings that I was feeling when I was a kid watching Harry Potter. So it has this, that essence that makes it special. Yeah, it makes you feel part of something, you know? Something yeah. that you want to continue knowing more and more and growing with that. I think it's the magic from Harry Potter. So let's talk a little bit about the plot. Basically what kind of what you could see on the trailers without going to spoilers yet because I want to you to understand more or less what yeah. is going on. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so this is about the story of Newt's commander, which is the guy that writes the fantastic book and where to find them, which is a real book in the Harry Potter series. I think it appears like I don't know if it's uh Hermione is reading it. But Hermione <laughs> Yeah, well, we call her Hermione. It's the rest not, of the world cool. calls her Hermione. No so way. weird. <laughs> it's Hermione. <laughs> anyway, the interesting thing is that the story is not about him. He's the main character, but the story is about Mr. Grindelwald, that it's basically the old version of Voldemort, which it wants basically the same. They basically want the wizards to be free to stop hiding because on this wall the law the international law that everybody agrees with is basically to not show to the muggles that magic exists so they are all hidden and they feel and they feel like oppressed so basically what everybody wants is that just be free and show the magic freely so that's what the main plot wants follow the story of this green world and how on the freeze movie we discover this kid, Credence, which it has an obscura inside him that basically gives dark powers like super OP. And that's the whole plot. They want to use this kid to basically enforce the power and be free. And then the interesting thing is that this brings a lot of the parts of the Harry Potter story that were between lines, especially in the second half of the series, where we discovered a little bit of the past of Dumbledore and Voldemort. On those books, you see a little bit of this. You don't know much because, I guess at that point, Rowling didn't know. But it's super interesting that now we can see what was going on 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 those years. That's how the plot starts. Basically, they have Greenwald, the guy wants to escape. To basically be a bad guy, <laughs> like everybody wants to be. Yeah. And then the plot starts with that. Obviously, we have uh, our lovely Scamander. Yeah. That wants to, well, 
he basically wants to be able to travel again around the world because mm-hmm. he can't travel with the mess he did in New York on the on the first movie. Yeah, I remember quite a lot. And that's how the movie starts, basically. So yeah, it's I a think... really strong start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the, the first scene. It's like, no spoilers, the first scene is literally uh, Greenwald escaping. It's amazing. It's like the first yeah. three, four minutes, you are like, okay... I know what I'm gonna you see. Didn't, you didn't see my 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 face, right? <laughs> I was with my mouth open, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's similar to some scenes from you know, Harry Potter when they escape from London, also flying, fight in the air, in the sky. It's super fun. It's super visually. It's amazing. Yeah, super cool. So if you're gonna stop here, go and watch it. Don't do like us and watch the first one first, if you yes. don't remember it. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but go and watch it because it's really, really worth it. If you are just a little bit interested in the Harry Potter world, it's this amazing. So now let's start with the spoilers. So after sleeping through the film, I have so many things to say. I really love it. <laughs> just starting by the, the escape scene with Greenwald and where we see all the... like. Just from the beginning, they already show you this little glass, or I don't know what it is, yeah, bottle it's where like he has the blood. like a jewelry, something like... Yes, and you already see, like, what is that? Like, you already start asking yourself, that, yeah, that has to be I didn't get in the end, what is that? <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, in the beginning, you don't know what it is. But by the end, you know that it's a blood pact. So, we're gonna what? get there. Sorry, can you explain what is that? <laughs> We're gonna get there later. Okay. The thing that I still don't really understand, and it's frustrating for me because I don't know if it's because I forgot what I read years ago. It's like you were following all this from the eyes from Newt's commander. Like, I get he's the author of this book. It's amazing. But I don't know all the relations and all the connections he has with the main characters. Not the main characters, but the ones that actually are the important ones not on the film, but on the story behind the scenes. And that's something I'm still not fully sure that I understand, so I will have to read a little bit more about it. For me, the interesting thing, just like in the beginning, in, in the first part of the movie, is how we see Dumbledore. And in this movie, like we see a lot of characters from the Harry Potter series that we were all expecting to see again. It's super funny because like <laughs> I'm super into it that even without watching any trailers or knowing anything about the movie, when I saw a character, I was like, hmm, this guy sounds familiar. And I already knew who they were before they even mentioned the name. It's like, yeah, see? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was all the time like, this one is this one. This one is the other one. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who you're speaking me about. <laughs> it's after so many years, it's like, you know them. You know, it's like if you see like somebody from your past you don't recognize physically but just for the way they talk and the way they act it's like oh you are that guy the thing about Dumbledore which is this frustrating thing about this character that he's always planning things on the shadows behind everything that's the big plot twist on on Harry Potter and now we see him do it again he's planning everything behind the scenes without the approval of the Minister of Magic so he's basically doing his own fight because he believes he's the right thing to do. He just does whatever he wants, which he can because he's the probably the most powerful wizard in history. But it's so frustrating when you see this character and he's like, oh, stop doing whatever you want, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking about not 
having seen any trailers or anything, like, you know that I follow my spoiler-free rule. Like, I don't want to spoil it about anything. I don't know if you saw something. No, I even didn't watch the trailer, so... Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> I watched it today, this morning. I was ah. like, oh, that's what the trailer about. <laughs> yeah. I basically only see, like, the posters. Because obviously in London they have posters on every yeah. bus. On every I saw s- some posters, and then yeah. you told me, hey, in Friday is a stream, let's go. And I didn't even which movie it was about. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because to be honest, the poster is not really that nice. I don't know if... Yeah. It's like, yeah, they... It looks like he's a fighter or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of the poster. So, okay. because I went spoiler-free, the scene where the characters from the first movie come, is like, oh, wow, they are here. It's like, yeah, obviously. It's obvious that they are going to show up again. But the fact that I was not expecting it is like I felt like the main character when, they, when the friends come in and the flat and like, what are you doing here? So I felt exactly the same. <laughs> I have a question, Alex. This world where he, this world where he have all these animals, is this inside the bag? The backpack that he carries all the time? Or he actually has a place where he keeps all these animals? Because now I'm a bit lost. Because I think in the first movie he just jumped inside the backpack, no? Yes. This bag, this bag that Even he in has this with one. him. They also do it later when they capture the Chinese dragon. Oh yeah, that cute one. Yes. <laughs> So what I understand, it's obviously magic. This space is like an extra pocket dimension that he has that he can access from home because on this scene I was talking about, he's feeding... uh, What was that? It's like a water dragon. Yeah. But it's he, very but weird, it's, super... it's very big and, and full of fur, I don't know. Yeah, but it's not corporeal. No. It was just... Algae or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going <laughs> to say, plants. like, al- yeah, like plants. And he moves, like, so wild. Like, all the water is, like, yeah. the, the, the level of the water goes up and down. It's just, I love it. And it yeah, suddenly he's in this, in these landscapes from Scotland. Yeah. I was like, wow, I love it. <laughs> because that's the thing. Like, he has this, like, pocket dimension that connects yeah. with other parts of the world where, where these animals are. And so he keeps them on their natural environments, but he takes care of them. Yeah, but the question is, because in this movie, it looks like he has an access from home, no? He just goes, like, from a door, or maybe it's just me, I imagine it. And he, and he enters to this wall and he goes to yeah. feed the dragon. But then suddenly, in the middle of the movie, he jumps inside the bug and he goes yeah, as well to this has... dimension. It's both things. Okay. So I don't think they are connected because if they were connected, the whole movie doesn't make any sense because you can jump from any part of the world to London and that's not possible. But he has basically two pocket worlds. So he has, I guess, a small world on the suitcase. So Mm -hmm. when he travels around, he can put the beast inside there. Yeah. But then home, he has access to the whole zoo. Yeah, that that suddenly it connects to a uh, Scotland landscapes where we've been, actually. <laughs> so cool. I love that part. But even if this scene is so nice and beautiful and you see the beast and you see the water going up and down and the scenery and everything, I just feel, which is one of the bad aspects about this movie, that when I was in the cinema, I felt like this one and other scenes were just feeling. Because if you think about it, what's the point of that scene? Nothing. I mean, yes, showing you Commander's life, but come on. I don't know. I really loved it. 
but I know that a lot of people is going to say, like, yeah, it has a lot of feeling. And I guess that mm. links to what I was saying, that it's just the second part of the trilogy. Mm. So after Queen and... Queen? It's Queenie? Queenie? Queenie, Queenie I call her. And Jacob. They basically have a fight. <laughs> because Queenie is like... He made him love unconditionally, and he was, like, under enchantment. Yeah. And here, like, you see, oh, that's, like, boring, keep moving. But that actually is a super big, important part of the plot because it shows you that wizards cannot marry muggles. In America, I think it's, it's more forbidden than in the British culture, wizard culture. And here's where they have the fight. And she leaves, and that's where starts the plot about let's go to Paris to find Tina uh, and the rest. Mm-hmm. But this part of the movie is where then after the whole movies, what made you realize that she has reasons to betray them because it's not actually a betrayal. It's like she just wants to be free to get married. So it's actually what the bad guys want. So this is the excuse that they take to go to Paris. To basically find uh, Queenie and Tina and basically be together again. And then is when we have scenes on a carnival that Tina is investigating. And we see Crandons, that guy with the obscure inside from the first movie. And then we say that he, he has a new friend, which is a woman called Nagini, that has a blood curse that makes her transform to a snake every night. And there is a nice moment there where the boss of the carnival mm. like, tells to the public, eventually she's not going to be able to turn back human again. Yeah. And I didn't realize, but thinking about it after the fact, and, and now that I understood the name, because in the cinema I didn't understand the name of the, of the girl, she's Nagini, which is the snake from Voldemort. Oh, really? So by the time that the Harry Potter movies happen, she cannot turn back. So she's snake forever. Okay, I didn't get that. Yeah, me neither. Like, I just saw when, when I read the name, it's like, oh, she's Nagini. You know, the thing I really like from these uh, scenes that they, they film in these um, outdoors or indoors, whatever, that the, they try to convert it in Paris, I think they got perfectly this feeling of Parisian environment, like Parisian cultural people, this like, quite festive. I really like it. I just, I, just, I felt literally I was in Paris, and it, it really amazed me a lot. Yeah, especially on those old times. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, exactly. not modern Paris. It's yeah. like the nice artistic Paris from those old times. Yeah, like even all the dressing and everything yeah. is just like wow, that's perfect. It's yeah, it was super really nice. Parisian. <laughs> At this point of the movie, is that they start adding characters like there was no tomorrow. We see this new guy that meets with Tina. We don't know what he wants or who he is or anything. But he seems to know something about the Obscura kid. But then between this guy, the Obscura and Nagini. And then everything that happens in Paris is like, okay, how many people we have here? Luckily for us, then they jump to England again. And we have one of the best. Moments in the film where they put Harry Potter music and we see the castle of Hogwarts. Oh. Amazing. <laughs> he was almost crying at that point. He started singing the song. Oh, I love that castle. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. I really like this melody. It looks so cool, the castle. Yes. 
and in there we see how the the ministry goes again for Dumbledore, blaming him that he's not collaborating, that he's sending Scamander on its own to capture the Obscura. It's like, come on, dude, have the ministry, and he's like, no, no, I do it on my own because I am a rebel, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically, they cough him. It's like, okay, I'm gonna keep an eye on all the enchantments you do, and you are you are not free anymore. Like, I'm not gonna put you in prison, but I'm gonna keep an eye on you. And in there, we see an interesting scene where the like I don't know, like it was a it was a cop or something, where he shows him to Dumbledore a scene from his past with Grindelwald. And he tells him why why you don't go and kill him. We need this this bad guy to die. And Dumbledore says I can't. And obviously here is where you start thinking that they they have made a pact, because as, if I'm not correct, they were lovers when they were like youngers. But then something happens with the family or something, and they basically had different opinions. On the scene, we also see how Dumbledore made a blood pact with Grindelwald, which makes him that he they cannot kill each other they cannot fight each other they cannot harm each other so that's why the whole plot of the movie is that somebody else needs to capture Grimwald and in the other way around Grimwald wants the Obscura to kill Dumbledore because if he can't nobody else will be able to now for me the last part it's super interesting because it's it's the bad guy doing a rally to influence people to move to their side Talking about freedom, and yeah, I don't want any harm for the muggles. I respect them, they are just not like us. You know, and it's like all this BS political talk that it sounds super familiar nowadays. But he's like, yeah, I don't want to harm anybody, I just want to enslave them. Mm-hmm. You know? The whole scene, like when when the whole battle starts with all the fire, and, and I, I think it's never seen so much combat and magic in one of these movies, and it's super visually impressive. Yeah, I really like that scene. So in this movie we have seen Dumbledore, we also have seen McGonagall on, on Hogwarts, and we also see Nicolas Flamel, which probably only the big fans will remember, because he's the creator, he's the alchemist that created the Philosopher's Stone, the plot from the first book and the first movie. So he's still alive here, Nicolas Flamel, and at the end of the battle, he needs to show up and save the day, even if he's like a super old man. Like, he's alive basically thanks to the alchemy, but he's like, I don't know, like 700 or more years old. Yeah, I don't know, it's so funny the way he walks. Yeah. He looks like a kid, yeah. though. <laughs> it's like a skeleton just walking. <laughs> yeah, like very, very quick, like tick, 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 tick. Yeah. <laughs> and when Jacob, like, shakes his hand, he's like, oh, you broke my finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he appears and, like, with his power, like, they, they are able to basically stop kind of a dragon made of fire that Greenwald unleashes over Paris. Like, they, they are able to stop them and save Paris, basically. Mm-hmm. And this fire, this, like, blue, blue fire, reminds yeah. me of the Validian. Yeah, yeah, fire from Game of Thrones. It's like the same blue tonality. Yeah. Well, is it? Isn't the Validian fiery green, now that I think about it? No, it's like blue, no? Mm. I don't know why. The cinema's like, this looks like Game of Thrones. <laughs> One thing that shocked me about this movie is like, how many people dies? Yeah, like that's in, true. In this last scene, like, 
half of the Ministry of Magic dies. Like, come on, let's kill them all. Yeah, like in the beginning as well, they kill some people and kids, but you don't see it actually. It's yeah, like, yeah, but they but like they kill like I don't know three or four kids, including a baby. Yeah, like a blue. Uh, and this one is green, a green light, and you yeah, don't really see it, but it's like it's the forbidden the green light enchantment, the enchantment of the dead. Yeah. Which is interesting because you don't see nobody dying, but you just see. But you already know. You see the green light. And it's like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> you dead boy. So obviously, Greenwald escapes. The plot twist here is the Queenie goes with him, obviously because he wants to get married. So if he needs to betray everybody to get married, she's gonna do it. And then we see the Strange die and sacrifice herself for for the rest of the party. And. Yeah, everybody dies. Yeah, it's very sad. The bad guy escapes, and he's like, well, all of this for nothing. <laughs> yeah, and this Queenie, in my opinion, she's a bit stupid. Well, she wants to get so. married. She's like, nyo, nyo. she's like, girl, wake up. <laughs> well, it reminds me about you, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, excuse <laughs> me. No way. Yeah. Maybe she's very cute, but then she's like, please, wake up. There is a real world there, you know? She's in she's own fantasy world. But yeah, depends when I like her because she's like cute and innocent and I don't know. She's cool. But then it's like, oh, I want to slap her. <laughs> oh, snap. And then poor guy, you know, this uh, mustache fat guy. He's so funny. I love it. But think about him. Like he's in the middle of this mess and he's like, Dude, I'm not even a wizard. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just yeah. like a... He's, just, he's flipping all the time with the yeah. people making magic. Like, oh, oh, okay. Hey, so good. He feels like very lost, poor guy. <laughs> the end scenes, after all of this mess, they go, well, they go back to Hogwarts to talk with Dumbledore, tell them, yep, yeah, he escaped. We're in trouble. But then we see how the little animal that I don't know what, what it was that thing is that little animal little always stealing yeah, jewelry and stuff like that oh yeah it's yeah. a mole no or something like that I don't know yeah it's it looks like a I don't even know how to google it this animal I don't know even the name in my language yeah I don't know well it's because it's a cute. fantastic beast he's very cute he's always stealing everything that's shiny yeah. <laughs> so this feels to me a lot like Deus Ex Machina is we need to kill the bad guy, steal the blood, the blood pact. And now this little animal, nobody realizes, but he steals it and oops, now we have it. <laughs> it's like, come on, like put a little more effort on the on the blood. Yeah. It feels like with the Ice Age movies. Mm-hmm, yeah, like the, the squirrel, squirrel destroying everything and changing the world. Like Without even wanting to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> he has his best <laughs> intentions, but he messed up everything. So it feels like that. Yeah, it's it like, we have this animal, now it's going to save the day. But like, eh, Without come intention. on. Albus receives this, and he's like, well, I may be able to destroy the pact so I can kill Greenwald. But we will see on the third movie. Mm-hmm. Do you and know when it's coming? No, I have no idea. I don't know idea if they already have it recorded or not. No idea. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been following, to be honest. But now the most important thing is the last scene. When we see Greenwald with Credence, the obscura, the kid that has the obscura inside him, that basically Greenwald gives him a want and tells him what he's been the whole movie trying to know, like who is who is he, who is his family, and, and on 
who was his mother. Hmm. Yeah. And basically Grimwald told him, Oh, you are Albus Dumbledore, brother. Yeah, and he has this little little animal that well, I don't really phoenix. know what is it's that. It's a phoenix. No, no, but he's not a phoenix yet. He's like a tiny animal, and then he converts it to phoenix. Yeah, it's a phoenix. Yeah, but when he's young, he's not a phoenix. It's like a small, well, like tiny London bird, you know? What? No, it's a bird. Yeah, like a very cute bird. It's not a phoenix. And then he converts well, it into phoenix. Well, because the phoenix dies, and then they reborn. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, know. when you see the phoenix, it's like, okay, you're Dumbledore. Because it's the, the same words that Dumbledore says in the beginning. Yeah. And he takes like, the, the thing and he broke all the crystals and yeah. everything in the mountain. Everything goes down. Yeah, yeah. He's too, too powerful. Dramatic. <laughs> I don't know these people, why so powerful? So broke. <laughs> because the, the power level, I don't know, this is like Son Goku. The power level in this movie is like too much. Because if you think about the Harry Potter movies, nobody's that powerful. Even if, when you see Harry fighting with Voldemort, it's like, well, yeah, it was uh, meh. Like, there is not that much power. But here it's like, oh, yeah, I yeah. destroyed the entire city, I destroyed the mountain, and I... Even in the beginning, when Dumbledore does just a little enchantment, and the entire London is full of is full of clouds now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was nice, because yesterday, London, it was so mist. Yeah. That <laughs> he just, when this happened in this scene, I was like, now I know what is mist. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like, it was nothing, you know? Yeah, just like, ting. And all London is full of mist. It doesn't make any sense. This guy is... It's a Dumbledore. It's, a, it's, it's the brother of Albus. It doesn't make sense. Because a lot of the things that happen on Harry Potter, like, there is no space on time for this kid to be born and be Albus' brother. Now, the theories, there are many different ones. Basically, the one is that it's just a lie that Greenwald told him, so he goes and, and kills Dumbledore. Or that because he has this obscure and has part of Dumbledore's sister, I think. It's like he's not talking with the kid, he's actually talking with the obscure that has inside. So it's it's a lot of messy. I just hope that they don't break the, the, the plot that we have from the Harry Potter series, that they don't break the world and they make something that makes kind of sense. But we'll see that on the third movie, I guess. Yeah. So, final word for you? I like it, and I enjoy it. Yeah. As I said, I didn't understand. <laughs> we need to watch it again. Yes, I want to watch it again, and in Spanish if possible, so I don't get lost in any kind of dialogue. Because speaking about magic, and also like Johnny Deep when he speaks, it's oh, like, man, man can you vocalize? And then the main character, um, yeah, he, I don't know, he has this British accent, it's so difficult for me. I... I can understand him a lot yeah, of times yeah, to, he's speaking. To be honest, the rest, it's fine. Now, yeah. the issues that Johnny Depp starts talking at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, what are you saying? Please repeat. <laughs> and yeah. then this, this new it guy is like, what are you talking, mate? Like, scoop a chicle, coño. <laughs> yeah, so definitely we need to watch it uh, in Spanish so I can get all the dialogues. Uh, and we need to watch first, first the first one. Well, let's watch it in English, but I want to watch first the first one, and at least I know oh, yeah, where yeah. we're coming from, because I even don't remember Harry Potter's one, so... Yeah, you say you wanted to watch the whole Harry Potter series. Yes, I think we should take a Sunday, we take popcorn, Netflix, and we watch yeah. all of them. Actually, no, you say they're going to be in Netflix, no? I think so, they are going to put them on Netflix over Christmas. So yeah, yeah. when we are home, we, we can just... take a Christmas day and we just lie in bed, 
with your brother and we watch and we watch them. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Even if some parts while I was there they kind of feel like a little bit of a feeling. But it's a transition to a third movie that it I think it's gonna be amazing and visually stunning and let's be honest, just being part of the wizarding world again, it's everything I wanted. So I'm super happy with it. I'm never gonna get tired of this world. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's, they are like quite movies that you never get tired to see. It's like more of the same, but no, but it's it makes me feel special. What I liked is that so there is this wizarding world. They could have done I don't know whatever because whatever can feel like a a world of magic, but no, they they have one just enough on the past that you still see the same characters that you are familiar with mm-hmm. so they link the whole story and it feels like it's the same world even if in harry potter you never talked about what happened in america during those years or whatever but it still feels like the same world and as far as i know they are treating now harry potter as the beginning of the cinematic world then you have this trilogy of fantastic beast but that means that they're gonna have more and they are treating now this as the wizarding world. In the same day, in the same way you have the Marvel Universe. Yeah. They are going to keep making movies until they get tired of it. Yeah, I love that. I love Marvel for that as well. It's one of my favorite ever. So that's it for today. I guess a little bit longer than the previous one. Yeah, man. You, you can't stop. Oh, man. I love talking. it. I love it. <laughs> They're going to see the, the show. <laughs> don't, don't explain it, everything. It's fine. It's fine. The next one, you're gonna talk alone, okay? No, no way. <laughs> See ya. Bye.